This is the Last Call podcast with the intrepid host, Chris Michaels, for another week in 2021. I thought by now the world would have ended, I would have ascended, and everybody would have lived happily ever after by this point. But, nope, here we are. A lot of things have been happening. A lot of things have been happening, especially with COVID. But we're going to try to keep everything that I want to talk about within a 15-minute time span. So if you are truly a supporter of the Last Call podcast, you should recommend me to all of your friends. Spread the links around. You can find me on, uh, what, what is this, Anchor, Apple Podcasts. You can also find me on Spotify, and I have to get the uh, the Stitcher uh, platform up and running. I used to be on that a long time ago, but uh, I, I let that fall off, so I have to do that. And I also have to get on YouTube. Is everyone at, oh, are you on YouTube? No, I'm not on YouTube because I'm not I'm not photogenic. Well, I, maybe I am, but the idea that I have to sit there and look at a camera is just my I, I don't know. Well, a lot of a lot of broadcasters do it. A lot of radio people do it, so I suppose that I should be doing it too. Uh, Well, we'll start off with a simple story here. The Democrats, led by Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, yeah, Nancy Pelosi who performs insider trading, legally by the way, and Chuck Schumer who refuses to do anything to curb the bankers who are his constituents from taking advantage of average Americans, yet they're going to tell us whether or not the SALT caucus is a good idea. And SALT is state and local tax. Basically, what happened was is Trump, during his presidency, decided to impose a $10,000 cap on deductions for state and local taxes. Basically, your home and things like that. Well, it really, really pissed off a lot of Democrats because the SALT cap really only affected Democrat constituents. And it just so happens that the Democrat constituents that this affected mostly, mostly were losing tens of thousands of dollars a year. Essentially, you're talking about the 1%. So the Democrats go out there and say, oh, this is outrageous because the salt tax cap is hurting struggling families in the middle class. No, they're not. No, they're not. We're talking about people that make hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, if not millions or billions of dollars a year. I mean, a a couple hundred grand is a rounding error for them. It's it's nothing. And the Democrats are, oh, gosh, poor American. The only people, the only people that this thing actually affects are the uber wealthy. Now, if you really look at the statistics... $45,000 a year or less is the number that at least 50% of working Americans actually bring home. Now, if you factor in that uh, maybe half of the U.S. population works because you have to to, uh, consider elderly, children, disabled, uh, and and people that just aren't in the workforce – you really are starting to see a, a huge portion of the society that really doesn't make a lot of money. If you make over hundred ten grand a year, you're in the top 10% of income earners in the United States. So when we say that it really, 
that it really just affects the 1% of taxpayers, we are talking about a group of individuals that make so much more money over the overwhelming majority of Americans that it's, it's, it's mind-boggling that the Democrats are actually outraged by this. It's more Democrat lies. It's more Democrat nonsense, okay? The salt cap affected 19% of the constituents in Brooklyn and on the Upper East Side, and this is for Congresswoman Carolyn Maloney, full of baloney, and her taxpayers... Uh, and taxpayers in that 19% each lost an average, an average, okay? So I want you to consider what I'm going to say. Each of her taxpayers, or 19% of the people that were affected by the salt cap in her district, lost an average of $100,405. An average, <laughs> which means that more than likely, people lost a lot more than that, and some people lost a little bit less than that. Chuck Schumer personally lost over $58,000 in the SALT deductions because of the cap. So what we're getting at here, it, it, just, just bear in mind the statistic that I gave you. At least half of working Americans make forty-five grand. An average, an average loss in Carolyn Maloney Baloney's district is roughly... Two to three times higher than the average working American makes in a year. <laughs> so, so come on. Yeah, okay. So it's more Democrat nonsense. It's more outrage for the wealthy elite that the Democrats pretend to ignore and they pretend to be on the side of the little guy when in reality they never really are. They never were, they never will be on the side of the little guy. And finally, people are starting to realize this because for, for I don't know how long now, I, don't, I really don't know how long now, they just, the Democrats, they just string people along. And they're not this altruistic party that's making sure everybody can eat. That's not them. All we have to do is reference none other than Seth Rich. And you see how bad the Democrats really are. Seth Rich was the Democrat that was killed on July 16th, 2016. He was, he was killed in a crosswalk. And they said, oh, the, the officials, oh, it was a botched robbery. Uh, and, well, uh, it, 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 the problem with that explanation is that the botched robbers didn't take anything off of Seth Rich other than a laptop. Very interesting. Turns out that Seth Rich was incredibly drunk when he was shot. So by the time the police officers came up to him, he was completely incoherent and dead, if not dying. Now, to me, when I hear something like that, when I hear that the person that was murdered by Demo I shouldn't say that, the person that was murdered in the, in the crosswalk was a Democrat National Committee worker who it was almost assumed, or the, the story was trying to be formed around the idea that 
uh, Seth Rich was really giving information to WikiLeaks. Okay, so Seth Rich murdered in a crosswalk due to a botched robbery. That's the official story. Rumors of Seth Rich giving information to WikiLeaks through a median, uh, a median, a bag man or bag woman at that point. So somebody in the middle. And then lo and behold, he gets shot. Now, there were some releases through text messages uh, from Comey uh, during, I think, I forgot who released it. I'm not sure if it, if it was a Freedom of Information Act request. I think it was because it was in text message form. That James Comey was talking to Peter Stroke and Andrew McCabe about the Seth Rich murder. And they said, oh, no, that was one of our guys. What do you mean that was one of our guys that did it? So what that says to me is that these people, the Democrats, because Comey, McCabe, Stroke, they're all Democrats, okay? Lisa Page, remember all of those clowns from Russiagate? All of those people are Democrats through and through. Seth Rich is a Democrat, but he hated Hillary Clinton. So he was probably giving information to WikiLeaks on Hillary Clinton, which summarily then turned into Russian hacking. Okay, so that's, you know that's nonsense. So Seth Rich... Now, when I, the reason why I bring up that text chain from Comey and McCabe and Stroke and whatever else, former FBI director uh, Comey, is because if they're saying that Seth Rich was, got killed and they're saying, oh, no, that was one of our guys, that means that what they're saying is that they suspected Seth Rich of leaking information to WikiLeaks. And what they did was they, tr they basically allowed Seth Rich to get information in what they call a limited air out. And so what a limited air out is, um, it happens when there are a lot of people that say, I believe this happened. And the evidence is starting to mount that, hey, guess what, this quote unquote conspiracy theory is actually conspiracy fact. So what happens is, is that you have the agency that comes out and says, oh, well, you know what? Uh, we have some information about this, and here it is. Now, a good example of this um, is, you know, is, is something like Roswell. Oh, my God, there's a UFO that crashed. And then all of a sudden the media came out and said, oh, or the, the, uh, the military, the government came out and they said, oh, well, what happened was is that it was a weather balloon. So all of the debris that you saw was really from a top-secret weather balloon. And so that's the limited air out. They're giving you justification. They're validating your feelings that something happened, but they're lying about it. So what Seth Rich got in the form of a hard drive or, or on his laptop was what a, is essentially a limited air out, but it's filled with false information. They were tracking Seth Rich to see who he would give that information to. They needed some truthful information uh, to give to Rich to make it seem legit, but a lot of it was false. So Seth Rich went off and gave it to somebody on the WikiLeaks side. The Democrats found out about that. Now, there are, now I'm going to go into rumor mongering here, but it's probably true. Uh, the, the rumor is that the Democrats working with MS-13 you know, the, the largest organized crime syndicate in the United States and probably throughout Central America and South America, they work with the Democrats. I mean, think about it. Joe Biden comes into office and then all of a sudden there's a huge amount of drugs, guns and people coming across the southern border of the United States. So don't tell me that MS-13 
does not work with the federal government in any sort of way. Not all of it, but some of it. Not all politicians, but some of them. And I suspect a lot of them being Democrats. So the Democrats, now this is the rumor again, hires some MS-13 hitmen to go out and kill Seth Rich, knowing that Seth Rich is actually a mole handing information off to WikiLeaks, damaging candidate Hillary Clinton's efforts to become president of the United States. MS-13 makes the hit. MS-13 tries to get away. Democrat-hired hitmen that aren't part of MS-13 end up killing said MS-13 hitmen. So basically what happened was, and there supposedly, there supposedly is another murder that took place on the same day, not far from the scene that Seth Rich was found. So, and, and these people were in a car, I believe they were Hispanic, and they had, uh, essentially, they were, they were shot in the head. So all of that is the, part of the rumor mill here. Uh, about Seth Rich. Whew, finally getting through that as I'm struggling. <laughs> My voice is drying out, so I'm struggling to not cough and to not have it cut out. Well, it turns out that this week, newly released files show top Department of Justice officials met in 2018 to discuss Mr. Rich's murder, and one person. One person said, given blank, because they redacted the name, it is conceivable that an individual or group would want to pay for Seth Rich's death. That doesn't sound like a random street robbery to me. So, all this time, we're told that Seth Rich is just an unfortunate casualty of crime. The result of a botched murder. And you have people within the FBI knowing that that's not the case, suspecting that somebody had put out a hit on Seth Rich because they knew that he was giving information over to WikiLeaks. So, who would put out a hit on Seth Rich? Don't know. But I would suspect it is somebody that is aligned with none other than the Democrats and Hillary Clinton. So we really need to start watching that story because that is an extremely important story. Once we figure out that stuff, then a lot of the house of cards really does start to come down around everybody's, well, ankles. Also speaking of loser Democrats, reptilian in charge, Governor Newsom in California is finally, finally going to be recalled. Ooh, because so many people have signed on to the recall because he has done such a terrible job of running that state that they, the people over there said enough is enough. And I really, really hope, I really hope that <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner replaces him because she has set off to start an exploratory committee to run on the GOP ticket, run as a Republican for the governor of California. I would love that. That would make me so happy. <laughs> that would be great. Oh, man. A tryout. What, what did uh, what did Caitlin 
Jenner win? A triathlon? I mean, if you look at what it takes to participate in a triathlon, I mean, it's, that's enough respect right there. So according to the petition, the reason why Mr. Newsom is being recalled is that he has implemented laws which are detrimental to the citizens of the state. Laws he endorsed favor foreign nationals in our country illegally over that of our citizens. Oh, by the way, speaking of people illegally coming into the, com- uh, into the country, well, when a child comes into the country of the United States illegally, do you know what happens? Well, they get a little care package. They get a backpack, they get some toiletries, they get some clothes. They also get a book. And do you know whose book that they get? Why, they get Kamala Harris's book that she wrote as a children's book in 2019. You all know that that's illegal, right? You all know that the vice president is not allowed to have her books that she wrote distributed to illegal aliens coming across the border while she is in the vice presidency. She can't do that. Could you imagine if Trump or one of his sons decided to do that or do anything close to that? But of course, we will never, ever hear that story in the mainstream media. And that's why. You listen to Last Call with Chris Michaels because I give you cutting-edge commentary all the time. It is just leaking from every orifice of my body. Just brilliance. Absolute brilliance. Uh, It continues. uh, People suffer from the highest taxes in the nation, the highest homelessness rates, lowest quality of life, and he has imposed sanctuary state status and so on and so forth basically they're saying enough with the illegal aliens stop taking care of people that aren't citizens and start taking care of citizens that actually live in your state and speaking of states that should start taking care of their own citizens arizona has finally grown some ovaries and testicles they finally found their reproductive Organs, and this is from sarahacarter.com. Finally, Maricopa County, which was more than likely hijacked from Donald Trump, Maricopa County is performing an audit on all of the ballots, 2.1 million ballots. The audit is expected to scan and recount all of the ballots. Now, I brought up in the fa- in the past that just because you perform a recount, this will not give you a different result because you're not validating the ballots. What you're doing is you're just recounting the ballots. So that means that you can have a lot of dead people vote and a lot of dead people suddenly cast their ballot for Joseph Biden. The issue is, is that when you have a recount, all you're doing is recounting the votes, which means dead people's votes still count. Now, this may sound a little fishy, but, but they are performing a full forensic audit. When you perform a full forensic audit, what you in turn do is a couple of things. You validate the ballot itself. And there has been video 
that has come from the Veterans Memorial Coliseum in downtown Phoenix, showing individuals validating ballots under what appears to be a blacklight. So why would they do this? Two possible reasons. The first reason is that there is probably a watermark on that ballot that makes sure that these ballots were actually real, honest-to-God pieces of paper used to vote. If that watermark doesn't show up, then that ballot gets thrown out. There was, if we remember Q, you know, the whole QAnon thing. If we remember Q, I am way over time, but I don't care. Uh, If we remember Q, Q hinted that there was a watermark placed on every single ballot in the United States, and those that did not have that watermark were summarily ruled illegal and null and void. That means that, one, if that is true, the people in Maricopa County are validating that watermark. Second, uh, Pulitzer. Guy's name is Pulitzer. Brilliant person. I don't know how many patents he has to his name. He was he was bribed or attempted. They attempted the Democrats attempted to bribe him for ten million dollars to never talk, never ever talk about the election of two thousand twenty because he came out against the results of the election of two thousand twenty. He came up with a patent that revealed almost along the same lines. It looked like a special kind of light. It revealed whether or not a ballot was actually mailed in. How did it do it? Under a special light, it would show if there were crease marks in the pieces of paper, meaning somebody voted, folded it up, sent it in. If these crease marks were actually there, if this ballot was actually sent in, these crease marks would show up under Mr. Pulitzer's special light. So Maricopa County is doing either one of those things. The Democrats could have put up $10 million to stop this whole thing. They didn't do it. Instead, they hired 27 or 28 pit bull style lawyers. These guys have gone into Arizona and they're going to make sure that things do not go in the way for Trump. And Governor Ducey of Arizona is really Governor Douchey because Governor Ducey is nothing more than a fraud. If Ducey had any balls, he would make sure that those recounters performing or those auditors are guarded 24-7 because mark my words, These Democrats are bussing in either BLM or Antifa members to start harassing people once these results come in. Mark my words, you're going to see that. Or you're going to start to see, oh, racial tensions on the rise in Phoenix and Scottsdale because they will create an issue to make sure that this story doesn't go anywhere. Now, if, if, and more than likely this will be the case, you will find out that Donald Trump actually won Maricopa County. But we don't know what's going to happen after that because there are a lot of people 
that have a lot to lose if that's the case. Think about it. If it's proven that Arizona was stolen from Trump, that means that more than likely places like Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, all stolen from Trump, and that would mean that those states also have to go through a forensic audit, which would in turn, let's go play devil's advocate, what would happen? What would happen if the presidency of the United States, the election of 2020, was deemed null and void? That means every single thing that Biden and Harris and Obama have done is null and void. It means Biden is not the president. It means that Trump won the election. It means that we have to go through a process that I don't think this country has ever gone through. And I don't know what will happen to this country because there are a lot of foreign interests that want to make sure that this country never sees somebody like Donald Trump in public office ever again. However, I really, really doubt he lost the, uh, the real way. He won fair and square. I, I cannot see – there are so many discrepancies, and I brought it, I've brought it up in the past. So many discrepancies about this election. But I, I sincerely doubt that Donald Trump lost. So we're going to have to wait and see what really happens with all of this because what do you do? What do you really do about all of this? How do you restore faith in the election process in the United States once you find out that the president and the vice president and a former president all lied, all cheated their way into the White House? That's grounds for probably... I don't know. I, I was almost going to say a civil war. I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case, especially if they keep funding Antifa and they keep funding BLM that way. But who knows? Who knows? So I'm going to leave it there. I, I was hideously over. And this is last call with Chris Michaels. And we're going to pick up tomorrow with COVID because there's a lot of things uh, – very unnerving things going on with COVID right now that need to be brought to light. So we're going to talk about that. It could be a good episode. It could be a real bomb, but we never know because we only ever do one take and that's it because I'm a broadcast professional. So this has been Last Call with Chris Michaels.